Hi, my name is Alan. And I'm Sarah. And you're listening to Win in Roma. Welcome to the show. Um, anyways, hey. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> Doing okay. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling sort of grouchy at the moment, which is... Perfect. I know. I feel bad about it. Um, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a great talker. I'm not a very loud and exciting talker, so I like doing this, but I feel sometimes like... It's hard because I'm a little quieter. That's so, fair. That's <laughs> I mean, you are a bit quieter. Yeah, so it's good, though. Yeah. I mean, I think you usually sound fine. You hate that I'm quiet on here. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just need to speak up a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, no. <laughs> so after all of that negative note, now we're back. I do want to start off by saying that i am so sorry it's taken so long for us to actually record and get this next podcast out i've been feeling really bad about it and about not actually doing it but then just haven't actually done it it's like one of these horrible cycles where you know like you know you really need to do something but then you just don't ever do it and then you just feel bad about the fact that you haven't done it it's very very classic nine (laughs) Yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah. And your computer was broken for a long time. Oh, yeah. Our computer was broken, and then... um, For months. Months and months. Like, yeah, like a month and a half or two months. I think it was a long time. Yeah, and then we were in... And then we were in um, the U.S., and so we got to see everybody, so we didn't necessarily need to update update everybody. But anyways. Um, So, yeah, how are you? What? How was your week? What did you do this week? I see you brought the cat over. (laughs) He was eating the corn. Alan just grilled some corn outside, and um, we have a cat that used to be a feral cat, and so it will eat anything, and it was trying to eat the corn. Um, yeah, it's going to keep going. Okay, let, me get, let me take care of this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing well. It's a Saturday, so uh, we're kind of resting today. I think a couple people are going to come over for dinner later. Um, but it was a good week. We've been, uh, the new term started, what, in April? Yeah, it was like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, so, um, kids and families have been back for a little while, and we've been pretty busy. Did an autism assessment yesterday. Um, I've been going to the CCCs a lot more lately, and, um, working on, a sort of a pilot program for parent training on behavior and understanding their their child's behavior so that's been cool what else did we do this week yeah you've been doing a great job with that um yeah just sort of a normal work week um got together with some guys on monday and we went and got uh chicken wings and onion rings and french fries for dinner somewhere we always go we go there almost every monday and then um 
we did that assessment yesterday, which was cool. And yeah, just sort of normal work week, I think. But it's been good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do you hear that? No. It's time for the weather alert. Oh, that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> weather alert. Today, outside, it's 73 degrees and sunny in bright, lovely Lusaka. However, we're in the middle or heading into the cold season. So in the morning and at night, it's going to be like it's in the 50s. Yeah, the and, low is 49. Yeah, and then it like all morning and everything, it's really cold. Yeah. So like it's only hot if you're standing in the sun, but other than that, it's like been really cold here. Kids so, have been coming to school in snowsuits. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of snowsuit weather here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to breeze through some of our just um Can typical... I say a little more about that? About what? The weather. Sure. I just want to complain about the weather. Because okay. when we moved here, it had been summer in the U.S. Then we moved here and it was still summer in Zambia. So I got really spoiled that it was just going to be an eternal summer and never cold again. Um, so while everyone in the U.S. experienced winter, I thought, oh, it's really nice. I'm still warm. And now I just wasn't anticipating that it was going to get this cold, especially with no heat and like open windows all the time. And I have been a little bit of a brat about it because now I feel bad that I'm missing out on summer in the U.S. Because school is out and yeah, people are gonna people are starting to go to the beach, and I feel sad even though I've been so spoiled by sunshine for 500 days of summer so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a brat about the weather. I'm trying to get over it, and I'm glad everyone is getting warmer in the U.S. I hope that's going well. Yeah, I do too. Um, so we're going to breeze through some of our normal segments because we have some special guests that are on the show today that uh, we want to have plenty of time for. Um, so as I mentioned, we were in the United States for um, like three or four weeks, about a month and a half ago or so. And so I'm going to do a bit of an Exploring Snacks America edition because while I was there, the snack exploration does not stop just because you're in America. So I had, I ate where it all began i bought the best my favorite cereal it's called rice crispy treat cereal it's in a nice purple thing it's not a rice crispy cereal it's rice crispy treat and it is incredible i mean if you ever see it you should snap that up i don't think i ever saw it alan that's weird well it was available i had to hide it from my little brothers but other than that (laughs) it was it was delicious i mean that stuff's so good and then also my friend, our friend uh, Ryan, Ryan Elliott, he brought, he, they came and visit, they're a special guest, spoiler alert, but he brought me these gummies from Trader Joe's yeah. that are called gummy tummies and they have penguins on the front and they're just like these delicious penguin shaped gummies that have little like a fruit burst in the middle. Oh in the my, belly. right in the belly. It, they are amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan really hooked us up with some more snacks. It was really nice. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, you want to shout out some of our sponsors? Yeah. Um, yeah, we just wanted to say hi and thank you to um, the Messimer family, including Laura Lee. Hi, Laura Lee. Also, thanks Molly Messimer. 
we miss you guys. I was seeing some posts on Instagram and thinking of just how everyone's getting so old. Sally's so old now. Everyone's so old. We miss you guys. Also, Heather Bean, thank you so much for your support. Um, we miss being able to chat with you and just walk down the street in Charlottesville. We hope you're doing well in Philadelphia. And um, Scott and Carolyn McLucas, um, my, my mother parents. and father-in-law. Yeah, we love you guys so much and really miss you and are really grateful to be um, just in it together with you through your support and your prayers. Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, thanks everybody who um, is supporting us in the work that is happening here as Special Hope in Zambia. Um, we're really grateful for, for your support and wouldn't be able to be here doing what we're doing without you. Um, so thank you all so much. If you have any interest in learning more about how you can support us or support Special Hope as a whole, you can go to specialhopenetwork.org slash donate. And if you want to support us directly, then you can make sure you click on in support of the McLucas family under that tab. And I just want to shout out Sean Martinez for your support after listening to the podcast. That was so fun to see you when we were home for the wedding. And um, yeah, that's just sweet that you listen. And thanks for supporting Special Hope. Yeah, totally. It's really, really fun to have gotten to talk to people who've been listening and also just get to see our people. And we're just thankful that people uh, take the time to listen and just enjoy um, hearing about what we're doing. So we're really thankful and God has been really faithful to us. Um, so we're just going to do a quick update and then introduce our guests and get right into it. So, I don't know, update us. Well, we forgot during the weather report, and um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. As it's getting colder, Alan, um, I notice you've made made a purchase um, that seems more like it would be getting warmer. Oh, you mean the flops? You mean the flops, yes, yes. So the other day I was at work, and it's not uncommon for um, teachers to... So I was at work as in the office at the Resource Center, not the CCCs. But it's pretty common at any of those places during breaks or in the morning as people are getting there early to look over or to have someone say, oh, you should go to that room. Um, Teacher Lucy is selling blankets or um, Carol is selling shoes or all sorts of things. Um, people will buy and then bring to work and sell. And it's great. Everyone supports each other and gets what they need. So then it is helping out, um, helping out your friends. So Alan is, Alan loves that, loves that stuff. And, um, Diana, who cleans and cooks at the resource center and is just the best. Um, oh no, my cat, sorry. Um, it was the end of the day, and she said to Martha, who we work with, um, she said, oh, Martha, come over here. I um, Look at these. Do you have a brother or um, any, any guy who would like these shoes? And she said that her brother is making these shoes and asked if Martha would want to buy them for anyone. And I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, Alan would love those. I wonder why she didn't ask me. And then I went home and realized... It's because, of course, Alan already bought them first thing this morning at 7 o'clock <laughs> when Diana, knowing that Alan would love that kind of thing, pulled him in and he said, of course, I'll buy them. And so they usually don't have shoes big enough for Alan, so they had to make, he had to make them special and make them bigger. And Anyway, 
80 quacha later, well, 160 quacha later, we both have a pair of new <laughs> which are basically like a piece of rubber with some leather attached to it. I don't know how he made them. It's pretty incredible, but. Yeah, and they're pretty comfortable. I like them a lot. Yeah. I'm probably going to buy another pair for, uh, yeah. you know, backups. Backup flops. Um, yeah, so that's pretty fun. And everything here has been going well. Um, in general, like our work and, and life here has been going well. Things of Special Hope are going great. Um, you want to oh, update yeah. us just a little bit about that? Yeah, we were just um, counting last week how many kids and families were served. And in that week, it was uh, 430 kids. And a lot of that is their kids and their moms. So that's between the resource center, the therapy center, um, all of the community care centers, and parent training sessions. And so that was really exciting. And we're also opening a fifth community care center on june 5th so hopefully around the same time this comes out you can be thinking of and praying for that center and um we'd love to tell you more about it it'll be exciting it's on a different side of town where we haven't had any centers so far so there's going to be a lot of families who get to go who haven't had access to that in the past and so yeah Yeah, it's been awesome it's humbling that it's that many people because uh, we still feel like a small operation in a lot of ways, but it's bigger than we realize. Yeah, it's been really cool. And it's cool to even be able to be a part of and experience growth just since we've been here. Yeah, um, the teachers are doing a great job. But yeah, so um, it's been really good. And what was really exciting for us personally was that our friend, Sarah's best friend from college, who yeah. also was her college roommate, Jessalyn, she got uh, a job working as the what's her title the director of fund development the director of fund development making sounds uh, making, like fun making everybody's <laughs> lives more fun no she's the director of fund development um which is really exciting she's going to help be working from the united states raising money for special hope and her and her husband ryan came and visited us which was just amazing. Thank you guys yeah. both for coming. We loved having you. And just it was just so great to have you guys here and have them here. Um, and we got the opportunity to ask them some questions about their time in Zambia. Yeah, she'll have a, a neat perspective because um, she was here to start the job just to uh, get a chance to see everything up close. And so she spent a lot of time with families um, of kids with disabilities who are served at Special Hope, and she got a really neat perspective that way. And so I think it will be, yeah, good to hear from her. Yeah. So thank you, guys. We love you. Uh, we, we're just so thankful for you. Feel free to reach out to us whenever you want. We are available through email, WhatsApp, whatever. Um, and I hope that you enjoy our conversation with Jess and Ryan. Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. All right. See ya feel weird when we start mm-hmm. thank you thank you <clears throat> um okay so jess and ryan why don't you just introduce yourselves okay i'm jess and i am roommates with sarah or was roommates <laughs> i'm currently roommates with sarah and alan <laughs> and ryan but previously i was roommates with sarah in college hi my name is ryan i'm the husband of Jess. Thank you. Okay, so, um, yeah, so we've already explained this a little bit, but Jess and Ryan are our friends, um, good old friends who are here visiting us in Zambia, um, 
It's been awesome. Oh, it's been so good. It has. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it really has just been incredible to have you guys here. Um, And, I mean, for, for us, I think it just has been great because it's so nice to be able to have friends that we know and have known for a long time who and who also know us well to come and see where we're living and all of that Mm -hmm. um but also just has been a lot of fun we've had a really great time with you guys yeah so have we it's been great to see your life and everything that's normal to you guys and how you've made it feel normal for us (laughs) um so maybe we'll just start out so can you just explain why you're here so like why are you in Zambia yes so I came to Zambia about two and a half weeks ago to start a new job (laughs) thanks to Sarah and Alan (laughs) I'm now doing fun well we didn't hire you (laughs) well basically no No, you didn't but y'all helped me be connected and so now I'm going to do marketing and fun development for special hope network in the U.S., so hit me up. Mm. Do you want to explain a little bit more about what that is or what that means? Yes. So I'm going to be handling all the social media platforms and highlighting the different work that Special Hope Network is doing and some of the staff. So I'll be using that some for fundraising online, but then I'm also going to be meeting with people in the U.S. in different parts based on connections that are already had. Sarah and Alan are giving me some connections and Holly and Eric and just I'm going to find different groups too that are relevant to the work that is being done here. So if you know anyone or you are someone who wants to be connected more, reach out to me or reach out to Sarah and Alan and then they'll tell me. Yeah, I'm particularly thankful for Jess because I have been previously been the one helping with all of the media and social media things and so <laughs> it will be nice to hand that off because I this whole I, thing was selfish no <laughs> the whole the whole process was very selfish no it's been really fun and I actually have really enjoyed it but I just have not been very good at being consistent with it and like staying up to date and stuff and so I, it's like one of those situations where you uh you like I'm I'm sort of a person that enjoys like starting things, but then has a hard time being consistently keeping them going. So it's nice to, it'll be nice to pass it off to somebody who that's part of their actual job. So, <laughs> yes, I'm excited about that. Uh huh. So then, Ryan, Ryan, why are you here? So I came to Zambia. <laughs> why did you come? <laughs> I came to Zambia uh, to support my wife and also to see you all, but also just to see what Special Hope was doing and kind of get a better sense of. The ministry and the work that's being done here and oh and to play golf oh and to play golf <laughs> and to get pampered and uh-huh. to go on vacation yes. to sweet places so it's been a blast we're glad to have you here thank you um so what do you think of you're in lusaka right now you're at our house what do you think of zambia so far well Let me think. So initially, I wasn't sure if it would be, if it would feel unsafe, just honestly. Yeah. And arriving, I didn't feel unsafe. (laughs) I was very (laughs) eager when I got to the airport and um, everyone was very welcoming, even strangers. They helped me carry my bags 
and then I was welcomed by the Nelson kids uh-huh. and Sarah and Alan. Yeah, that was Alan's fun. head was above everyone else in the crowd when I walked out of the airport. I'll tell them about helpful. the bag thing. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. So I had two big Tupperware. Wait. Rubbermaid containers and then my luggage and I had it all piled up high and I was walking out of the door and someone asked if I needed help with my luggage and I saw Alan's head and I looked at him and he was nodding yes yes take their help so I got his help and then Alan and Sarah so casually paid him for his help because they've explained that you you hire people for basically anything if you have money so it's always good to be able to give people money for a service. Yes, for a service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was cool to see right away when I came. Yeah, and mm. it's sort of funny because it's like in the U.S. you might try to avoid those sort of people. And the first time that I got here, it was like, oh, I don't want to hand off my stuff to this random person right. who's trying to take my stuff because I I know that he they just are trying to do it to make some money, but that's kind of that's what they do to make money and that's what their job is they're providing a service for helping by helping you move your bags and things like that and then you you know pay them for it and so that is a good way to you know just help provide for people and just support the different people going on and so but in the united states it's funny because you would just be like ah nope no thanks like i'm good i can do it myself don't need your help. I got it. Or but avoid just, eye contact, too. Because uh-huh. you think You're you like, have nope, to pay them like $100. Oh, or yeah. in the U.S., it's like the amount would be so much different. Yeah. Too. And you had a lot of bags because you were so graciously bringing stuff for special hope. So thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you both. And that was a blessing that they didn't even have to go through them. Yeah. They just arrived very easily. Yeah. It's always bit of a risk yeah and ryan's airport experience was a lot <laughs> it was pretty much the same as that one you want to tell us about your arrival experience right oh man um, <laughs> my experience was very efficient um i was it was so efficient that i got through the line in about 20 minutes collected my bags and um i waited outside for my pickup crew and uh, they were nowhere to be seen and we so were sunbathing um so i found a way i uh, one of the nice gentlemen there procured a phone for me and yeah. i was able to call sarah and i found out they hadn't left yet and so um, so, I, so i waited in the we parking lot just left <laughs> they just left Excuse we were me. on the way they were on the way and so right I just, outside of our house <laughs> and so i waited in the shuttle parking lot and i was just oh. peaceful and uh I'm happy. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's never happened. Everyone has always taken over an hour to get through, and Ryan did not take that long. So, yeah, we felt bad about it. Had some fights. <laughs> Me and Alan. Had a silent ride bad. to Had the airport. <laughs> felt so bad. <laughs> but then we recovered. I was fine. Yeah. Goodness. Um, so you were saying that there's – and I had the same, like a similar experience. Like you come in and you sort of don't know how safe you're going to feel. And like you don't know what is safe or not safe. So do you want to like say some more about that after your arrival experience and stuff? Yes. So. And you can both kind of talk about that if you want to. Yeah. Did you have similar expectations? Yeah. I think when I go to a different country or a different place, I first of all love it because I there's so many different cultures and customs and ways of doing things and I like just seeing what that looks like um, Mm -hmm. and kind of being pleasantly or 
generally surprised. Um, but here it was, it was interesting because I came and you know I expected um, you know people to interact with me in a certain way, but then you know I think um, yeah everyone was just just really helpful. Um, you know I, I generally is you know not super quick to make eye contact. Um, with people, but if people approach me, you know, I would just take time to listen. And thankfully, everybody you know, mostly mm-hmm. speaks English here, which makes it easier to kind of catch on to what uh, what people were asking for, what, how how people are trying to help. Um, mm-hmm. But it 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 takes some time. But yeah. I think I don't know. I, I wasn't too terribly mm-hmm. uncomfortable. You know, the only time I was a little more uncomfortable was just being downtown in Lusaka. But even, oh, yeah. even and we can jump into that later. But <laughs> even that wasn't too terrible. Um, but it's funny being in a big city where the cultures and customs and ways of yeah, rolling are different. Definitely. I mean, even being in a city in the United States where you, it's your own country and like you understand the culture, but even in a city like just going there can be uncomfortable and strange Definitely. and you don't know how things work and like doing that in an entire different country different culture where there's you know people that speak different languages and like are it just is done differently it can it's really intimidating right what are you doing in town again <laughs> so um so I, alan and i went with billary and we were going to um, purchase some video games mm. and so we <laughs> had to find our our dealer and like a disc a disc game? No, no disc games. Um, <laughs> there aren't disc games here. It's you download the games onto a hard drive, um, and so we had to scout out the location of this seller uh, per se, and mm. we f- we found the seller. So we you know we parked, we walked into you know a strip mall. It wasn't quite a strip mall. It was more like Alan. How would you describe that area? Um, it's like in like one of so in the second. James Bond movie with Daniel Craig when he's running through the town, okay, like the middle of these cities. There's like these all these little stalls and stuff, or like in Aladdin when they're running around in the stalls and things like that. It's like a little hallway that has a ton of different stalls where they sell all sorts of different stuff. But it's like you, there's just people everywhere and like mark. It's like a market basically, and um, yeah. So we were down right in the middle of all of that. <laughs> Yeah, so one, it's, you definitely stick out just as a white person generally, mm. so that was a little uncomfortable. So we, we got there, and we, you know, Billery was going to order some video games, and then they told us it would take about 30 minutes, and in the meantime, we, you know, watched Billery play Need for Speed and FIFA. <laughs> and um, 30 minutes ended up moving into 45 minutes, mm-hmm. into an hour and a half, and we were still in this little shack. <laughs> Because apparently we had forgotten a critical piece of equipment. Uh-huh. The hard drive? <clears throat> no, the, oh. the step-down converter. So they, oh. so first they have to, they call it chipping yeah. it. So they, they put something into the nice. hard drive that allows them to download this program that, puts, that lets them put the games onto the hard drive. So first they have to do that. And then, but we didn't have the converter, which converts like the, the wattage for the American wattage into the like Zambian wattage or the mm. Zambian wattage into American wattage mm. so they had to figure out how to get the Xbox to turn on and they broke the the power cord <laughs> by plugging it in originally oh, so no. the Xbox is currently not working really yes oh I just found out about that sorry <laughs> so yeah we're still trying to figure that one out but somehow they got it working because they got the right cord 
Um, but it took an extra amount of time to get that to them. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we were sitting in that place for like two hours or something and waiting for it all to work out. And, and then it did. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I was having my first experience yeah. in Hungry Lion, <laughs> which I called the Lion, lion King. King. <laughs> it looked a lot like Burger King, but it had a big, big lion in the mm. logo. It was good. I had chips, which were fries. Mm. Confusing. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a chicken burger, which was amazing. <laughs> I know. I love Hungry Lion. It's a great it's fried so chicken spot, everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it's South African. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a good that's a good story. It was that was funny. It was quite an experience. Glad you got to enjoy that with us. I did enjoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, Billary was really helpful. It's like he, you know, because he obviously is Zambian, so he knows what's going on and understands. And so he uh, did a great job making sure that everything uh, worked out correctly. And he handled everything, so mm-hmm. I was just there basically. <laughs> and it was my Xbox, so I was just there with him, um, helping pick out what games we're gonna play. Um, but yeah, so that, that was really funny. Um, Jess, how has it been for you? I know that you've gone into some of the compounds and things like that. Um, and the compounds are like uh, the, a lot of the um, usually low-income neighborhoods where most Zambian people in the city live. Um, but it's very culturally distinct there. Um, so what, how has it been for you so far? Yeah, so my first experience in the compound was when I was riding with Oscar, who's a driver for Special Hope, did an amazing job, but I noticed right away when we drove into the compounds that everyone was looking at me, (laughs) and I thought, wow, yeah, I definitely stand out. I have the lightest skin, and... I'm being driven around, (laughs) which it's funny because even in D.C., I don't go into D.C. that often because we live in Arlington, but when I go into D.C. and walk around, Mm -hmm. I always try to act super confident and try to blend in, but I know I don't, or I always Mm -hmm. have this feeling of like, I think I'm standing out, I'm looking at my phone for directions, Mm -hmm. I'm walking in the middle of the sidewalk when it feels like everyone knows to walk on the side, or just little (laughs) things like that in my own country. So then here... In, in your the, own city. Like. In my own city, right. <laughs> so then when I'm in Lusaka and I'm, everyone's looking at me and I'm being driven around, have no clue where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Like, Oscar could have taken me anywhere and I would have been like, okay, yeah, this is right. But it was, it was just kind of funny and also internally just trying to be confident and knowing that it was all going to be okay, but also feeling like oh, I'm invading a space. But then everyone was so, so welcoming, mm-hmm. even if sometimes they spoke Nyanja yeah. and may have been saying, what is this girl doing here? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> and everyone was smiling at me. So that was great. And Oscar was driving me to meet some of the moms who go to Special Hope to the sinners with their kids. Yeah. So that was a very cool experience. That was even before I had seen any of the centers. Mm. So I was meeting some of the moms asking them about the centers but then the next day I would see one of the centers which was great it was it was great to be with Oscar I mm-hmm. think too because he would tell me different things and I would say Oscar is everyone looking at me thinking that I need to leave and he would say no no very peaceful mm-hmm. very peaceful land <laughs> and I loved that <laughs> yeah I, I mean all of my our experiences for the most part with people have been really positive and but you do feel weird and out of place, but 
Yeah. It has really, I mean, everybody's been really nice and gracious for, mm -hmm. for the most part for what we've experienced too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it has been a good experience. Mm -hmm. So then what are, so we've talked a little bit about me and Ryan and Billary went down into town to get some games and Jess has been visiting families and visiting a lot of the centers to get a good feel for just kind of what Special Hope is and what they do. So what are some of the other things that you guys have done or that we've all done so far since being in Zambia? Oh, Sarah, we should talk about our experience going to that church in oh, one of the yeah. centers on yeah. Saturday. We did. We went, so Jess and I drove out to um, a church in Mutundere because a few months ago, Special Hope did a pastor's conference with different pastors from all over about disability. And one of them, several of them have been in touch with, with Special Hope since then. But one in particular invited Holly and Eric to come speak um, at their church last Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we wanted to just be there for that and hear how that went. But the driving situation was a little different than we expected. <laughs> yes, we, we agreed that we would follow the Nelsons, Holly, Eric, and their three kids to the church because we thought, oh, we'll, we'll just be able to get home afterwards and maybe sit by the pool. Mm. We're just kind of trying to break off quickly. And so we ended up following them in their Range Rover and we were driving, what type of car? It's like land a It's a land cruiser. But what is what is the car we were driving? Because uh, it was much A CRV from 1996. Yeah. <laughs> Not a nice new high, you know, American CRV. No. Right. An old fashioned one. And yeah. all the roads are dirt and they have like waterfall crevices. <laughs> <laughs> or they have huge yeah. holes and just. Better for walking yeah. than for driving. Especially. Iffy for walking, but definitely better. <laughs> yeah, because you even have to kind of maneuver when you're walking yeah. to find the clear path. But Sarah was a trooper and was driving. Jess was directing. I was trying to direct. Sarah would say, okay, yes, get us to this point. And I thought, I have no clue well, what this yeah. point means relative to anything else. But that on the way there, it wasn't too bad. But we were happy when we arrived to an outdoor yeah. tent where... There was a bunch oh, of children yeah. singing, mm -hmm. and everyone was trying to adjust to be in the shade, because I think originally it was supposed to start at 10, so it was kind of cool, but then it ended up starting at 12, <laughs> so we adjusted our seats about five times, <laughs> because everyone wanted us to be in the shade, which was so nice and thoughtful, yeah. but it was also like, shouldn't we start? And then <laughs> we wouldn't have to adjust. But that was also a cultural cultural norm here that's way different than in the U.S. where we're so efficient and like frustrated easily you by timing. You early to everything. Right. <laughs> and if people don't start on time, you might leave and go to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> but we not here. <laughs> nope. And Holly and Eric spoke. Oh, you should talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, um, they spoke about disability in the Bible and um, a little bit about their family experience, um, having their children with Down syndrome, um, and really just kind of encouraged people, because the audience was, was the church members, so they were, were encouraging them based on scripture to care for people with disabilities, to include them in their church, and to um, speak up for them in their communities. So things like 
riding a bus with them, not um, acting like you're going to catch the disability and being afraid and kind of outcasting that person, but speaking up on their behalf, whether it's an adult or a mom of somebody with a disability, anything like that. And also just that because they're um, statistically should be about 10 in every 100, is it, people um, in a group would have a disability, but that's not really reflected in our communities or in church. So they, yeah, we're kind of exhorting people that that is the reality and that they can respond to that. So they did a great job and it was good to hear. Just a little, little warm, little, yeah. Then we had to, um, we did have to get back because eventually we needed to pick up Ryan. Um, or go to the pool or first. Or go to the pool first. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but then we didn't have any help of, of the pastors getting out of there. So it took, took a little while. How Car long was, did that take? Was it like two hours? I think an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't have taken that long. Also, the car fan wasn't working, so it was overheating. So I didn't know this, but if your car is overheating, you turn the air conditioning off. Did you know this, right? No. Okay, you turn the air conditioning off and you turn the heat on. Full blast in the hot 85 degree weather. Yeah, in the stressful driving. As Sarah's like going up and down on a roller coaster drive, she has the heat blasting in her face. Yeah, it was it was something. Just did a great job with directing. And then we called Alan and said, please make us some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and soda. Actually, it wasn't that. Jess said it, so it was nice, but I would have sounded not that nice. I requested it. some extra special treatment for yeah. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we sat, we did eat it by the pool, and then we went to get Ryan, which mm-hmm. is why we were late. <laughs> so no worries. It's full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's pretty funny. So um. yeah, we had those experiences and um, things like that, but also we've done some fun things while you guys have been here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan, what's some of the stuff that we've done? Oh, we've done so much. I'll just give the highlights. Um, going to church in one of the compounds was very interesting. We thought we were, we first of all got ushered to the back of the church. We didn't know why, uh, for and what this reason. And this was me and Ryan. Yeah, just we just, weren't there. Just, yeah. just, just and Ryan. Um, we were attending church with one of the, the moms. Um, and so we went to the back and they left us in the back room. We didn't know why. Um, the usher did. The usher. She was a woman and she came and she said, sit in this room. And she asked us something and I just automatically said yes. No clue why I said yes. <laughs> Come to find out she was asking us if we were going to be speaking. <laughs> so we were left in this room and I looked at Ryan and I said, do you know what she asked? He said, no. I said, nope, I'm just going along with whatever. You had just gotten here also. I had just gotten here. I was a little dazed and tired. Um, So just went along with it. And then they ended up, church had already started, and we walked right out in the front where everybody was looking at us, sat in the front row. Because the mom saved us. She came in the room, saved us from speaking, and said, no, they're just my guests. Yeah. And so, um, so we sat in the front row, and that was wonderful. We did have, we did have to. They invited us to the front um, to introduce ourselves, um, and I waved. And I think everybody laughed yep. when I waved because I think the the understanding is you're supposed to be a little more stoic in those settings. But I was a little Which too. Which Sarah Allen told us. Little, I didn't really know this, so I was too eager. Um, so we introduced ourselves and shook everybody's hand and sat ba- sat back down, and then we um, proceeded to enjoy the rest of the service where the choir sounded like it was out of Lion King. Mm. Amazing. And, um, they were incredible. And they, 
encircled, like semi-circled our pew at one point because we were on the front. So it was like the director was kind of like, okay, go to that side, go to the side. So it was like we were in the amphitheater of noise. That was beautiful. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So that, that was church. Um, and it was in English, which was which was neat. Oh, yeah. And that was specifically chosen. That church was specifically chosen because they had the English service at 730. That's very nice. And who did the mom bring again? The daughter? Yeah. It was Deborah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was so good during the service. She loved the music, and she would clap occasionally. And then she fell asleep on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Did her mom carry her? Her mom carried her, and she was pro- she was probably like... She was pretty heavy. I don't yeah. know, because I also tried to pull her up onto the bench during the service because she was falling off a little bit. And I kept telling her, Mom, you are so strong. Because then she walked us to a taxi after church, and it was like... I mean, that was probably the equivalent of, like, six full grocery bags. Oh. On her back, so easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Oh, and the mom was very sweet during the service. She was translating all the songs that were in Bimba. Mm. And she was telling me what they mean. No. It, was, it was very special. That's it awesome. was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and just a couple other experiences in Lusaka that were wonderful. I went to uh, Bonanza Golf Course with Alan. And <laughs> that was... It was, prou- it was a better golf experience than I've ever had in the United States. <laughs> it was a perfectly groomed course. We had nobody else to play with. We had each had our own caddy. Um, you each had your own. We each had our own caddy, <laughs> oh, which was amazing, and they gave us pretty good advice. They were both you know, young, young guys, um, you know, trying trying to hustle and yeah. stuff. So um, it was fun. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, the course is beautiful, and we played nine holes, and um, I think we played oh, pretty well. Played yeah, okay, I, okay, definitely well for myself. You know, <laughs> Ryan was killing it. He was. I, I somehow I I like beat him by like a stroke, but he was hitting the ball it's way my short better game. than I was. My short game is uh, needs a little work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we we enjoyed that uh, experience, and Alan let me drive home. Uh, yeah, to, probably to the peril of the car and everyone in it. Uh, but I think we, we made it, and that was that was good. And then the next day, uh, went to see the Avengers movie uh-huh. with Eric and Alan, and at nine in the morning, nine a.m. nine a.m. But it was Labor Day, and on so on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday, and so it was Labor Day here in Zambia, which I guess isn't you know it's a holiday, so everybody was off, and so the lines were packed out they the door. Were? Yeah, yeah, at nine a.m. Yeah, for the, for, we, for the we waited like half an hour. The movie started at nine thirty. We got there at like nine oh five or something like that. Waited, like just got in as the movie was starting. Oh my god! Yeah, and we watched the movie and we come out and the entire room was like back to back packed with people. Oh yeah, full mm. of people. In which what was the mall? Uh, Manda Hill Mall. Manda Hill. Mm-hmm. That was that was a pretty cool mall. Yeah, it was great, and the movie was good. You got your popcorn, right? We got popcorn, and I didn't actually drink soda, just a slushy oh. at 9.30 a.m. <laughs> but yeah, popcorn and drinks. It was great. That was my breakfast that day. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And then we've just gone on some trips together. Ryan wasn't here yet, but we went to Chimanuka and saw some animals. Mm-hmm. Um on their little game drive on a holiday, and then we just got back from Victoria Falls um, yesterday. So we were gone for a few days. We saw the Zambia side and then the Zimbabwe side of Victoria Falls and did 
um, a game drive in Chobe National Park in Botswana. So we were in three countries the past few days, which was nice. Yeah, so we were all just talking about, as we were planning for the trip and stuff, that Victoria Falls is one of the seven natural wonders of the world, which is insane. Mm -hmm. um, and it's on the, it's in this, like, the, on the southern border of Zambia, and it borders Zambia and Zimbabwe. So there's two sides of the falls, so you have to cross over into Zimbabwe in order to, um, you can go see it on that side and then also the Zambia side. But then also at the border, there's a border where Botswana, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Namibia all meet together. Yeah. And so all four of those countries meet there. And so we crossed over into Botswana for the game drive, and it was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, what did you guys think of all of that? Well, when we first got started the game drive, we were on a... We're on a boat. Would that be considered a game trip? So? Oh, yeah, like a boat, boat cruise. game. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. On the Chobe River. On the Chobe River. And I'm pretty sure immediately we started seeing elephants everywhere yeah. in the water. We were, how close were we to them? I think like 10 or 12 feet away. Yeah. Yeah, and they were just swimming through the water with their little trunks up, breathing. Then they came on shore right by our boat. It was crazy. It was awesome. It felt unreal. I'd say that whole trip, there were so many elements of it that felt unreal. The waterfall. I mean, it kind of did just seem like we were looking at a movie screen or yeah, something. Except oh, yeah, except we were getting wet. Yes, we were getting wet. That's a good point. <laughs> There's so much mist because the falls are so powerful, so you get soaked looking at it. How many yeah. times bigger than Niagara Falls? I don't know. It's just a totally different shape. It's just a straight mm -hmm. across. How many kilometers? Is it's it like a kilometer? It's like 1.3 kilometers wide. Yeah. Of just every <laughs> single, and Alan said this, like every single waterfall in and of itself, which might be, you know, 30 to 50 yards wide would be, you know, an attraction in itself to yeah. go see. But there were like a hundred of these. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I forget what other, any other notable animals you guys wanted to remember <gasps> the zebra with the tumor oh <laughs> <laughs> well the zebras were zebra. beautiful but then there was one that had a tumor on its neck it was so sad yeah i think it was like we're a decoration fast. like oh, a right. necklace. <laughs> that's what i meant it was a necklace because it was a game drive that was manicured and uh -huh. They only have necklaces, not wounds. <laughs> well, I just thought the game drive was so neat because it was so much open area. So, yeah. you know, I think we all understood that where the animals, the animals that we saw were in their natural habitat fully. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. they, yeah. like, it's not like they, we, whereas in a zoo, they're forced to be somewhere. This was, you know, we naturally saw these animals mm -hmm. in their habitat, which yeah. was cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Alan and I both spotted a giraffe. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Separate ones. Yeah, yeah, so we saw two. Di those were two different drafts. They're in totally yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the first one was like dark brown. Yeah. And we had never yeah. seen a draft like that before. Yeah, we didn't know before this trip that uh, draft drafts get darker as they age. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Super dark. Yeah, it was pretty. That was pretty. I mean, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I think Chobe has four different parts of that park. I was looking it up on our drive back, um, but. In total, in all those parts, they have 500,000 elephants. I didn't even know there were that many in the world. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. We I saw them everywhere. 
So it's weird because they're extinct and or not extinct. <laughs> No, no, no. Hopefully not. Don't go home and tell your kids that elephants are extinct, everybody. (laughs) They are really threatened in certain areas, Mm -hmm. in certain parks, because they get poached. But Chobe is one of the densest populations of of the African elephant. Mm -hmm. And we kept seeing them on every turn. So we were kind of hoping to see a lion, but then when you see so many elephants, you kind of hope that there's not a lion nearby (laughs) that could hurt them. Yeah. I never thought I would be, like, bored or, like, over seeing an elephant. I know. I was like, oh, more elephants? More Come elephants. on, let's go see something else. <laughs> let's find some predators or something, <laughs> which we never quite did. But it was still awesome. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. get the chance, so we didn't see a lion, we were trying, but apparently they're out uh, right before sunset they go hunting, yeah, and at sunrise they, they yeah. hunt. So if you ever are looking to see a lion, that's the best time. And the next time you're in Africa on the safari. With Sarah and Alan. With some Sarah and Alan. Make sure that you go between the 4 to 6 o'clock hour. <laughs> so that basically uh, what he means is that the next time that he, he and Jess come yeah. back, we'll, we'll do the, the right. late night safari so that mm-hmm. we make sure we get to see a lion. It's on the list. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's been such a good trip together. Mm-hmm. And we've had a great time, got to do a little vacationing, got to experience some of the city and everything. Um, so as we're kind of, you know, wrapping up, what has been, if you could pick one thing that has been your favorite experience or like the best experience for you here, or like your favorite part about being Mm -hmm. in Zambia or coming to visit in Lusaka, what has been your favorite? I think for me, I felt like I've had, um, I'm trying to think what's like, like, um, What's the word when you get guided tours? What are those people called? Mm. The people tour who... guides. Tour guides. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I've had culture tour guides with Sarah and Ellen. Or it's like I come home, I'm trying to process something, and then they teach me something new about uh-huh. the culture, or like why I maybe felt this way, or why something happened the way it did, and even. Another thing, when I arrived, we were driving, and then all of a sudden, Alan stopped and starts yelling out the window to some man. Brian. Brian. (laughs) And he comes up to the window, and Alan buys the Airtel for my phone and has my phone set up in, like, five minutes to work in another country for text, calling, and data. It was just wild to me. They just seem like you all are so... They, you all, are so well adjusted and you haven't even been here that long or eight months Mm. yeah it's just very cool because I think you both are very humble so you've been able to catch on to things quickly and have just probably asked questions and yeah it's been cool to have you guys because coming here and not having you guys it would have been a completely different experience who knows I might still be (laughs) in one of the compounds (laughs) but yeah I think that's been really special for me it's really sweet just in experiencing it all yeah. yeah and way to steal my thunder i was gonna say the same oh. thing i think i was um yeah just you're gonna just, say culture tour guides too my culture <laughs> tour guides yeah no it's everybody's been you know so nice here and i think it's been um pleasantly surprise surprising just to um see how welcoming and, and commun- community um based that mm. this culture is everybody's yeah. so 
uh, kind and, and they really value that. Whereas, you know, back in America, we, we do tend to focus on the individual a lot, and uh, which which is great, um, but it's just a different way of viewing things. But I appreciated that a lot. And I also appreciate it. So both Sarah and Alan, again, like Jess said, I think uh, have a very humble way of interacting with this culture. And, um, and that's been really cool. But I, I specifically got to spend a lot of time with Alan and see how he mm-hmm. um, how he interacted with, with local Zambians. And I think, yeah, it's, it's just it's so impressive and I always felt like you know he he was he was a good guy even if he if he didn't know what he was doing he um, acted very <laughs> he confidently sure acted. <laughs> he acts he acts like he, he plays it off really well um, but no he, it, it was just it was just a blast and made the experience awesome and really easy um, and just yeah it's a credit to both of you all just mm-hmm. how you've um, you know trusted the Lord to this this point in your your lives being here in Zambia um, to lead you and just to integrate into a new culture which is so mm-hmm. cool yeah well thanks mm-hmm. well we've had good friends and gotten to be, you know, spend a lot of time with some great Zambian teachers and, mm-hmm. and other people that, um, yeah. you know, have really helped us with all of that. So mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to do it without them. And just, you know, it has, it's been quite a, quite an experience to live in a different country. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. And um, that's really sweet to have you guys here and mm-hmm. to get to share that and do the work side of it, but just sharing more normal life. Mm-hmm. Learning how to cook in Zambia. Oh, yeah. That's also been cool. What did you cook again? Or how you put a little bit of bleach in the water for the vegetables. Oh, just a little bit of bleach. <laughs> oh, and I also learned how to cook in one of the compounds yeah. and had to chop vegetables without a cutting board. Mm. They made fun of me for that. <laughs> Still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys come back? Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was talk of me needing to come back for the next quarter, and I got really excited. Yeah. Y'all can pray for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and to all you listeners out there, you know, this has been a great experience for them. What would you say to people that uh, might be considering coming to oh visit my us gosh. in Zambia? Do not hesitate. <laughs> it's worth every penny of the flight money, and the hosts really share their food well. <laughs> And you'll learn so much, it's very worth it. You definitely need to come. Yeah, do it. Alan and Sarah will take good care of you, and you'll have a great time. And, yeah, it's worth it. Oh, that's sweet, guys. How are you guys feeling about the rest of your day? The day? Flying home. Oh, I think good. I dare not say that. The yeah, the we word. love the plain food, weirdly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're flying, request vegan meals. They're very good. Great point, good. Jess, great point. They're very good. <laughs> if you're vegan, at least. Or if you're not a vegan. They come first. They serve you first. <laughs> they seek you out and give you your food. They make you feel very special. They point at you and say, here's the vegan. Yeah. Here's the vegan right here. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we're feeling good about the flight. Even though it's long, it's still worth it. There's wonderful movies. Mm. Shout out to Emirates. 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 <laughs> and you get yeah. to spend a day in Dubai tomorrow. Uh-huh, yeah. Maybe a water park in the mall like Sarah yes. Nellan did. Yeah, you go to the Middle East, you know, you think, oh, I'll, I'll see some history and, you know, the desert and camels. No, we're going to go to the water park in the mall. Uh-huh. Ryan's had tr- some trouble getting past that. <laughs> I studied the Middle East in school, and I, the history buff inside me wants to experience that. But at the same time, I think... The water park and the mall are, are really the, the true attractions. So that's where we'll be. <laughs> that's awesome. I can't wait to see your pictures. Yeah, we're really going to miss you. And 
it's just been awesome. So mm-hmm. it's fun to recap that and get to think mm-hmm. about it. You guys are always welcome. She can definitely come back. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for taking some time to uh, just share with everybody about your experience. Um, They are leaving tonight, so this is the last day of their trip, and so we are really sad to have them go. Um, But like Jess was saying, she is in, so they live in Arlington, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. So if you are listening and you want to have some more interaction with Special Hope or you want to get the word out to people that you know or other people like that, Jess is going to be working on that from the U.S., Mm -hmm. and so she'd be a great resource for all of that. Um, and just helping to continue to spread the word and build support uh, for Special Hope Network and the work that's being done here. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to reach out to her, how can they find you? Follow us on social. Yeah. Mm, give us a retweet. But also you can email me at jesslyn at specialhopenetwork.org. That's J-E-S-S-A-L-I-N at specialhopenetwork.org. So feel free to send her an email you can reach out to us of course um and we can connect you all but yeah so thanks so much for listening thank you guys for being here and we really just have had such a great time mm-hmm. with you here so same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thanks everyone thank you all right thanks for listening <laughs>